Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, I am covering the AFC West team by team. We're looking at the depth charts. We're going to go over the free agency moves that they that they gained, that they lost, and we'll take a peek at their draft class. Uh, all of this just to figure out who are we going to be drafting from the Kansas City Chiefs this season. There should be a lot of names and a lot of people that we like, especially high draft picks. Uh, this is one of the best offenses in the league. It's been uh, for the last couple of seasons as well. And uh, there's a lot to like. Everything's kind of staying the same. You got Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, who should have probably gotten some head coaching candidates, but uh, he he he's staying around with the team. I would imagine maybe next offseason he gets a chance to be a head coach somewhere. Uh, but I like the uh, the consistency of this offense here. We'll get to the depth chart in a second, but let's just go down and we'll look at the draft class. We'll also take a peek here at the notable additions and the departures. Now, this team was, they were in the Super Bowl. The reason they couldn't win the Super Bowl is they couldn't protect Patrick Mahomes, who got dinged up a couple times throughout the season last year. So the notable additions here that stand out, signing guard Joe Thune, trading for Orlando Brown. Uh, they added some defensive help here in Jaron Reed, or Jaron Reed and Will Parks, the safety. They added some offensive firepower here, I guess, uh, with Blake Bell running back Jarek McKinnon, who had a really nice season in his first full season back from a multitude of injuries. Uh, Michael Burton's the fullback now, and then they added two kind of depth guards here, Austin Blythe and Kyle Long is back, so that's really cool. But what you notice here is they, they signed four offensive linemen. Um, so pretty big deal here. They know what their weakness was last year, and this team should be ready to go. It sounds like Patrick Mahomes is all in good health and everything should be on track. Uh, now the notable departures, uh, offensive tackle Eric Fisher, wide receiver Sammy Watkins, defensive end Tano Passignon, uh, linebacker Damian Wilson, running back Damian Williams, and tight end Dion Yelder. So nothing too overwhelming here. They did lose Eric Fisher, but they're plugging in Orlando Brown, so no problem here. Uh, I, I'm more leaning towards the, the additions outweighing the departures here, so I like their free agency moves. And then looking at the draft, now they traded away a first-round pick to Baltimore in order to get Orlando Brown, so he's going to be kind of their first-round draft pick, uh, which is fantastic. And then in the second round here, they did get two seconds. They got one from Baltimore, and they kept their 231 here. Um, so linebacker Nick Bolton out of Missouri. Center Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, which I like this move quite a bit. And then you continue to see the theme. Protecting Patrick Mahomes was a priority. They signed four offensive linemen, and then they drafted a center in the second round. Um, so I like the attention there. Uh, they skip the third round. They come back in the fourth round, and they get Joshua Kando out of Florida State, defensive end. Now they get a tight end in the fifth, one to keep an eye on, from Duke, Noah Gray. Uh, Travis Kelsey is getting up there in age. I'm going to watch this guy in the preseason and see how he's starting to get acclimated to the offense. And then they go back on offense again here with Cornell Powell out of Clemson. And he's he's kind of like what uh, Miko Hardman can do. He's a field stretcher, very fast, very fun weapon for Patrick Mahomes. And then they finish the draft here with offensive guard Trey Smith out of Tennessee. So offensive line. A major priority for Kansas City this offseason. They added a couple weapons, uh, future tight end and wide receiver that uh, that should be able to help make the team. Uh, and then uh, the defensive pick here, Nick Bolton and Joshua Kando. So I like the moves. It seems like this team, this team can be reloaded for another solid run this season. So let's look at this depth chart here. Um, and maybe, I guess... With Patrick Mahomes, we know what we're getting. He's the first quarterback taken off the board. You can you can nitpick Josh Allen or Kyler Murray or whatever you want. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, man, you get Patrick Mahomes on your team, you're feeling good, uh, especially in a super flex league if you can get Patrick Mahomes. Um, so it's really just a matter of how comfortable you are with taking quarterback number one overall. Uh, when I did my projections, I have Pat Mahomes basically throwing for 5,000 yards, 
42 TDs, nine interceptions, rushing for over 300 yards, and adding three rushing touchdowns. So I think when it graded out, he was my quarterback number one. Um, so I have no problem if you want to snag the number one quarterback in fantasy football this year. That's my projections, and I'm sticking to it. So uh, we'll look at some of the other projections later, but let's move on. Uh, Chad Henney, Anthony Gordon, uh, Shane Buchel are all there for the backups. We know that if something happens to Mahomes, we're in trouble. Chad Henney can kind of hold the fort down. They should be able to keep Tyreek's and Kelsey's uh, value inflated, but we'll worry about that if we have to. Uh, running back Clyde edwards Elaire, Daryl Williams, Darwin Thompson, Elijah McGuire, Jarek McKinnon, and Derek Gore here. So they added McGuire and Jarek McKinnon in the offseason, and then they, they kept around Daryl Williams and Darwin Thompson. So uh, I'm interested to see this number two spot here. I think Daryl Thompson... Uh, Daryl Williams has been a pretty valuable back for Andy Reid the last few seasons. He's kind of a banger in between the tackles, really sound pass blocker, really good pass catcher as well. So if anything happens to Clyde, you can bet that there's probably going to be some kind of duo of Daryl Williams and Darwin Thompson, who Darwin Thompson, remember his rookie season, everyone was super ecstatic about him. People were reaching on him in the drafts in like the, the early second round, maybe even the late first of drafts. Uh, and he's entering year three now, and they're, they're keeping him around. I'm interested in him uh, if, if anything happens to the guys above him. But it's all about Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who in his rookie season, let's just pull up the numbers here for PPR purposes. Um, so Clyde Edwards-Alaire, rookie season. And then keep in mind, like they just retooled this offensive line. So it's going to be a much better offensive line, probably a, a healthier offense for Clyde. Uh, but he was running back number 22. He only played in 13 games. If I filter this by a fantasy points per game situation, he was barely a running back too. Uh, there was 24 running backs better ahead of him. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous about him being drafted as high as he is, but I do think there is a good possibility that last year was just a rookie year. He's going to be much better this year, a healthier offense. Uh, you know, he didn't really have a full training camp last year. It was kind of the weird COVID training camp. Um, so now he's, you know, fully into the system. He knows what to do. He ended up running for 803 yards, only four rushing touchdowns, but he caught 36 passes for 297 yards and a touchdown. I'm hoping that his receiving workload goes up. We know Le'Veon Bell's not in the picture anymore. So there could potentially, this this could be his floor of a running back too. So if you can get Clyde as your RB2, uh, if you can get him as your RB3, that's fantastic. But I do have Clyde Edwards penciled in as a running back too. It's just a matter of the value. I think he looks best in the third round. And again, you're attaching yourself to one of the, the best offense, if not the best offense in the league. And I do think there's room for improvement this year. So I like Clyde Edwards uh, very much. Fullback Mike Burton is here. Uh, and then the wide receivers. With no Sammy Watkins, we're going to see a greater role for Miko Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. And then keep an eye on this Byron Pringle who last season had a pretty nice, uh, he, he had some spot duty, but he caught 31 of 44 targets. Uh, that was the projection. He caught, where was he? He caught 13 of 17 targets, 160 yards, and a touchdown. He's just a guy that's been on the team the last few seasons. And whenever he gets on the field, he's shown that he can do good things. And with Watkins out of the way, I mean, Watkins is vacating 55 targets, over 400 yards, and two touchdowns. So that's got to flow somewhere. That could flow to Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, could even flow towards Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, or even Darwin, uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire for that matter, too. So keep an eye on that third and fourth receiving position. But it's all about Tyreek Hill. I mean, if, if you're sitting at 10, 11, 12 and you want Tyreek Hill, I have no problem taking him there. Over a running back, he's one of the best receivers in the league with the best quarterback. Uh, let me just pull up where the wide receivers were last year. 
So he was the wide receiver too. He caught 15 touchdowns. He even rushed for two touchdowns. So you're looking at a guy that clearly has a nose for the end zone. His reception total is not going to be very high, but his yardage will be very high and he's going to score touchdowns. So uh, he might be a little bit more volatile week to week, but you know you're getting production. You know you're getting touchdowns uh, in the Pat Mahomes offense. So I love Tyreek Hill, top five receiver this season. Now the questions come with Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. If I'm taking one guy I want, I want Miko Hardman. Now let me just let me scroll down here. Hardman did not finish in the top 50 of wide receivers last year. He was there's DeMarcus. Did I just miss him? He was wide receiver 62. He caught 560 yards, four touchdowns, and he had four for 31 on the ground. Um, so he got better, uh, you know, year two here. He had more receptions, more targets, more yards. The touchdowns went down, uh, but they kind of found more ways to use him. He kind of became a more polished wide receiver last season. And then as the season progressed, you saw more volume. Uh, you look at the targets here. They kind of upticked a little bit more consistent. He caught two, three, four passes per game. And then they found kind of ways to get him involved in the running game. Some handful of carries down here that won for 50 yards against uh, the against Buffalo to kind of get the team back going after his fumble. Um, so I'm interested in Miko Hardman. I think for best ball league, that's probably the spot to do it. He might be hard to trust. Uh, but if you want to pull the trigger and redraft, he's pretty cheap. So I have no problem eyeing up Miko Hardman for our benches. We'll watch Cornell Powell in the preseason. Keep an eye on Byron Pringle. Uh, but that's that's pretty much it. We're only going to care about these top five receivers for this season. And then Travis Kelsey. I don't really I don't need to tell you guys much about Travis Kelsey. He's a first round pick. Tight ends are so such a crapshoot that uh, I mean it, it really wasn't fair. If you had Travis Kelsey last year, there's a good chance you probably made your championship or even won the dang league. So Travis Kelsey is a cheat code for fantasy football. Um, 312 fantasy points compared to Darren Waller, 280. Uh, the next, the drop off behind those two guys is pretty massive. So I would bank on Travis Kelsey being a beast again, leading the tight ends and yards, uh, maybe even touchdowns and probably targets. So continue to draft Travis Kelsey. If you want to snag him in the first round, I totally uh, will give the okay on that. So I love this offense behind him. They have Nick Kaiser, Blake Bell. There's Noah Gray, who they got from Duke, and then Evan Bayless here. So a lot of names, man. Continue to draft Patrick Mahomes. Try to get Clyde Edwards as your RB2. Tyreek Hill's a top five wideout. And Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. So it should be a lot of fun. I think I highlighted some names for you guys to keep an eye on. Now let me just pull up some numbers real quick here. Um, so my projections, which again, uh, if you've been watching my videos, these are my preliminary projections. I just got done with these. And now I have some time. Basically, I have all of June and July to kind of just continue tinkering these numbers based on what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, and these will get fine-tuned. And come August, that's when uh, you know a lot of redraft leagues are kind of rolling around. That's when my numbers really get locked in and dialed in. Uh, but for now, I have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, over 1,000 rushing yards, six touchdowns, and then in the receiving game, uh, catching 43 balls for 325 yards and two touchdowns. That's 225 PPR points. So let's just see where that would have put him last year. 225 points, I would have put him as running back 10. Let me actually go, now I'm curious, because I have this other tab here on the running backs tab. So I have him as running back 18. So he's improving. He's a solid running back two this year, I believe. Uh, let's get back to that. Uh, actually, I'll just stay here. Quarterbacks, here's my Patrick Mahomes line of, uh, again, 5,000 passing yards, 42 TDs, and uh, three rushing touchdowns. He's going to be up there with Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Uh, wide receivers, 
Tyreek Hill I have as the wide receiver number three right now behind Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. You can also see A.J. Brown up there too. Uh, but Tyreek Hill, top five wide out. I still have to get the tight ends integrated into this, but I can probably guarantee that Travis Kelsey is going to top end uh, at the tight end 101. So draft your Chiefs, enjoy your Kansas City offense and that's going to do it for this video so if you guys like this if you're new to the channel i would uh, i would love it if you could subscribe we're trying to hit the the goal of 500 subscribers some point this summer so we'll celebrate when that happens but for now leave a comment let me know what you guys think of the chiefs offense is there anybody that we should be watching besides the names that i noted uh just let me know your thoughts we'll see you guys in the next video when we cover the uh the las vegas raiders so uh thank you guys for your time we'll see you in the next one peace